everybody. Welcome to So What Did You Think? Uh, my name is Nick Ledoux. <laughs> um, I am your host of the show called So What Did You Think? This is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and discuss a movie and, that we have both just seen for the first time and talk about our immediate reactions to it. Uh, my, my guest on this week is Mike De La Rosa. Why don't you say hi? What up, what up party people? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Um, yeah, this week we actually didn't watch a movie. We watched a whole season of a TV show because you know, we're mixing it up. We're providing good content. Um, <laughs> so we watched season one of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, if you haven't heard of that show, uh, you should. It's really good. <laughs> um, but it's by the creator of Seinfeld, Larry David. Uh, yeah, he also stars in it. And he as brings, himself. Yeah, as a, as a fictionalized version of himself, basically. Um, and... Yeah, he brings a bunch of like his friends on the show, and it's very loosely structured, and he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> kind of like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tack. Um, yeah, uh, that's basically the plot of the show. Um, we'll give our general thoughts, and that will be spoiler-free, and then uh, go watch the show if you want, or if you don't care about spoilers for season one of a show that came out in 2000. Uh, <laughs> Then just keep going ahead and listening. But uh, yeah, we will talk about spoilers because we we're excited to talk about this. So, but first, you know, Mike, uh, what are your spoiler-free thoughts of Curb Your Enthusiasm season so, one? First off, the show is hilarious. No, um, it re- it reminds me a little bit of The Office in that the it, there's there's a lot of dry humor, but I feel like in Curb the humor is more like subtle mm-hmm. and. It's just it's just so good. Like it's really well written. You can tell that Larry David like was a writer and obviously co-stars in it because he's he's a really clever writer, and yeah. it's just like predictably unpredictable. That's what we were talking about yesterday. Like, yeah, just such a good show. It's it's a really good show. It's so funny. I, we we are cracking up left and right. On this show. Yeah, and it's just I I think this is kind of my brand of humor. I think I really enjoy it when like. It's very similar to Seinfeld. So if you've seen Seinfeld, I think it, the whole thing where the main characters are all just like assholes and selfish mm-hmm. and like self-centered and they cause problems for themselves and it's just so funny to see the horrible situations they put themselves in. And I, I understand the reference, how it's similar kind of to The Office a little bit because he's similar to Michael from yeah. The Office a little bit in that bit. he's so self-centered and he's like putting himself in these situations that are so easily avoidable. It's like it's like cringe. Yep. It's like cringe humor a little he's bit. He's like completely oblivious to like whatever he's doing and he always just digs himself into whatever hole and you know he's yeah. going to do it kind of but it's... There's always a little twist. They they always write it in cleverly how, like, whatever happens to him is just, like, the exact opposite of what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. And, like, most of the time it's his fault, too. Oh, like, you absolutely. see it and you're like, yeah. he's going to screw this up. Like, it's just... like, we predicted the last episode, like, exactly yeah, what We're getting better happen. at it. Yeah. We're starting to predict a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the general thoughts. Let's go into it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers now. If you haven't seen it um, or you just don't care, uh then yeah, come back or just keep listening. Um, but yeah, so the first episode was the, the the pants tent episode. That was the title of the episode. Do you remember that one? Yep. Yep. So this, the episode of this plot was basically uh, he wears these pants that uh, corduroy pants, corduroy yeah. pants that have a little fold right over the crotch area. It's a very unfortunate fold yep. that looks large. <laughs> and this, of course, leads to mishaps as he has this female friend that he goes to see a movie with. 
and she thinks he has a boner yep. <laughs> at the movies, and there's this whole, it's comedy. It, it, it's this whole rapport between him and his wife, also because you know his wife's like, why did she think that? Like, and she, he was like, I don't know. Like, and we were talking about it earlier the the pants, like. Yeah. It's just hysterical. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. And so that's, that's just one example. And I think that the whole show, that's how it starts off. The first scene is this is Larry Davidson on the couch complaining about his corduroy pants. And I think that really wraps up. I feel like it's just, it's it's hilarious, but it's also, like, it's just, I, I'm going to say it again. Like, it's really well written because they make such a funny scene out of such, like, like an, an unimportant like detail kind mm-hmm. of like he it yeah. just it, like uh, his pants like looks a certain right. way and like Larry David was like that'll be a hilarious right. scene like for the first for the pilot of the right. show like right. I think that's kind of like the point of the show it's it's like Larry David living his normal life yeah. and like when he's writing this he's just like yeah. I was bothered by my pants today so like and then he <laughs> yeah, like writes that exactly. down and turns it into an episode like which is like, just so awesome to me honestly like right it's very I, relatable I feel like and also I've heard people say <laughs> that the show it's like he does a lot of off the cuff stuff. Like it's not all rehearsed right. and stuff, which and and the fact that it's like kind of just like a more I, like idealized or funny version of his own life is just like sounds like the perfect show for him to like be on and just like create. Like it's it's basically right. just his own life. Yeah. So I, I read a little bit like in between one of the episodes we were watching, and on apparently he so he writes like all of these right. episodes, but he only writes the outline. And then I every scene is basically just improvised between the actors, so they that's have awesome. like a couple key points they need to get in the scene. But it, it, it's very obvious that that's and, what no, they yeah. Do. And you can kind of tell, but sometimes it's like they're just so good at acting that they make it into such like a good scene, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's you don't. It doesn't take away at all from the show that it's not like fully rehearsed, like another right. like other shows. Which know? is is really good credit, I think, to all the actors in the show because if if you have bad actors, I think it wouldn't work that way. You 100%. know, like because. Yeah. Yeah, if they're if they're not if they can't respond in a clever way, then it, it gets boring. It's it's very obvious that they don't know where they're going with the plot of the yep. show. But, but they all like kind of buy into it, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny too because you, it makes it more genuine because like when sometimes Larry David will say something to one of the actors that genuinely surprises the other person, oh, and you can like we see fully realized one of those reactions the other day. It was just like. That's I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. you can tell like there's like genuine laughter in some of the responses, but particularly I think between Larry and his like best friend Jeff. Oh yeah, his yeah. manager on the show, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, I think they go head to head pretty well. Also, him and his wife, I think, really go head to head. Yeah, really she's well. kind of I feel like underratedly a really good actress mm-hmm. in the show because even though it's basically her responding to whatever like, annoying or hilarious or whatever situation he got himself into. Mm-hmm. She, like, does a good job of kind of egging him on, kind of like, if you, if that makes sense. Like, Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think she's one of the probably the most underrated actors of the show because 100%. a lot of what she's doing is just reacting to Larry David and, like, she's, like, the moral center, like, the straight man, basically. Like, she's, yeah. like, being... Like she's not always giving the the crazy joke, but right. she's like, but she's like trying pl- to keep it normal. She she kind of plays like she she plays the game well, if that makes sense. Like she play she like she knows exactly how to push his buttons to to where he does a certain thing or whatever you know you know what I mean or explains yeah. what happened like earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think I think it's funny to see like their relationship and like the problems that they deal with and like when they have an argument. It's that I feel like that is some of the funniest. Thing, Absolutely, I yeah. Think. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think 
one of the things I first wrote after the first episode, I was just like, this episode, all the episodes just seem like Larry is just starting a problem, and then he has to confront it. Like, that's literally yeah. what it is. It's that's just... pretty much the structure of <laughs> every episode, yeah. yeah. But the funny thing is, like, it it doesn't get, it hasn't gotten stale or old to me at all. Like, yeah. it's every time they find a creative way to make it funny, like... Right, I mean, because we've, we've binged this entire season basically yeah. in, like, two nights, yeah. and, like... Yeah, it's the, it it doesn't get old, which no. is which you think it would with the formula, but it it works so well, and it's it's more complex than you think because he starts many problems in each episode, and and the problems that he solves at the end of the episodes also there's like interwoven storylines mm-hmm. that you like one of spoiler alert one of the storylines in the first season is how his manager Jeff's parents like hate him. Basically, yeah. because like they they walked in on him like watching porn, <laughs> and so this kind of yeah. their yeah. like hatred or whatever their like disgust for him kind of comes back in a, in a later episode, and it just becomes a whole uh-huh. other like funny yeah. storyline. Yeah. Well, they hated him earlier too, in, the, in like the second episode because oh, yeah. he was on the the phone call in the car, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he was saying that well, he was like hating on like Jewish people uh, or yep. something, yep. <laughs> and they like <laughs> like lived through World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's classic. Just, I think that's a running joke. I think I hope that goes on further in the show. Is just that Jeff's parents hate their him. parents are hysterical too. Like the dad yeah. is like, oh. yeah, they give the best reactions. It's always like, whenever Larry is doing the most crazy thing on the show, that's when the parents walk in. Like, yeah, 100%. And, because because you mentioned that, I'll talk about that one scene. I think yeah, go that, for it. That last scene and that like, I think it's like the fifth episode where mm. he. Sees his friend, um, like Bob Odenkirk, who's like yep. Gil, who used to be a porn star. Yep. And then he like is, puts in his tape because he finds it in Jeff's collection of porn. Gil Bang. <laughs> Gil Bang, a motel dick. <laughs> I think was the episode <laughs> of that porno. <laughs> but he, he pops it in in Jeff's place because he's like picking up the the porn collection from Jeff, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> We were talking about this, like, as the show, we were like, because it's the very end of the episode, we're like, yeah. something's going to go wrong. Yep. Like, we, we kind of picked up on the formula, like, what's going to happen? Like, he just is the wife going to walk yep. in? Like, who's going to walk in? And we were, like, guessing. We're like, oh, we called this. Like, it's going to be, like, the wife and then Jeff's parents. So uh, I was like, and it totally it's throws so, us it's off kinda, it's, it's, it's exactly what I was saying earlier. It's, like, predictably unpredictable because you knew someone was going to walk in, but... It just made it hilarious that the parents were like coming to visit or whatever with their bags, and they just walk in the room. <laughs> He's just <laughs> sitting there on the bed. Yeah, this is the fully whole clothed. Setup. <laughs> fully clothed. He's just watching porn. <laughs> In, in oh Jeff's apartment, and they have no idea why he's there. <laughs> and then the scene just cuts to black, <laughs> and it just plays the curb theme. So it's good. such it's, a good ending. The endings, also, the endings. I feel like uh, of of Curb remind me of the openings of The Office, if that makes sense. Because like mm-hmm. they kind of, it, I mean, it's it's different because obviously the in The Office <laughs> when they have an opening, they they like sometimes reference it or it's like the the mm-hmm. plot of whatever episode. Right. But in this, like. They, it's like kind of like a little like skit at the end, and then they stop it abruptly right when right. you get like a resolution. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, it's like peak joke, and then they cut it exactly. off. Exactly, it, it's very yeah, which is really fun. And the office does it too. And a lot of times they don't even bring it back. Like yeah. it'll be like a Jim and Dwight prank. True, yeah. And then it'll just like at the peak moment yeah, of like chaos, they'll the, cut the it the off. The intro like, song, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, that's very true. I think that's like part of the humor. I think that they find in both these shows, <laughs> which is is just good. And also, I feel like one of the underrated things about the show is just like the editing and the like the soundtrack kind of. It can be really hilarious too. Right. Like they were waiting for a phone call in one of the last episodes, and they were playing like the music from Psycho, and it got <laughs> yeah. all like dramatic, dramatic. and whatnot. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. No, the editing is really good. The style, it's kind of like. Almost documentary esque in yes, a way, like a little there's bit. a lot of like zooms and like and the the, the it's the the camera's not always on a tripod. You can tell yeah, it's moving it's a little bit. Them. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it feels like there's a person there like filming it. it. It's a little bit docu- documentary or even reality TV like. I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, I think which I think is the point. I think he's yeah, trying to capture sure. like this is Larry's yeah. life and. There's, like, a cameraman there just capturing it, you know? Like, it's, like, very not scripted, yeah. I think. Even though you can tell it's fiction, it's just so real at the same time. Because he puts himself in so many situations that, like, are awkward that everyone experiences, kind of. Right, yeah. It's, it's very relatable, even though 100%. he's, like, very rich and he's, like, a retired, like, <laughs> yeah. hugely successful writer and comedian. Like, it's still somehow relatable yep. in just, like, the daily things. There was one I had that I wanted to talk about. Um... <laughs> so it was, that was the one where um, he goes to the doctor and he he saves the door for the the, the lady in the elevator yep. <laughs> and then they both walk up on the elevator and she's also going to the doctor <laughs> and so the, she, she gets in front of she, she walks out of the elevator yep. first so they're walking file. down the hallway yep. and she's in the middle of the hallway and it's not quite wide enough for him to get past her on either side which literally happens like me every day like yeah. it'll be like just narrow <laughs> enough and someone's like walking like just kind of slowly yeah, not really like, that slowly like but 80% like, of the speed yeah. you would like to go at exactly <laughs> Like, and he just couldn't get around. Yeah, and so he's like trying to squeeze by, and she's like, perp- like almost purposely, like seems yeah. to be going like in the same direction, and then it just comedy ensues because he, yep. the, the whole policy of the doctor's office is that whoever signs in first gets called in first, regardless so, of your appointment time. Yeah, reg- regardless. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> first whole, come, first yeah. serve. Yeah, he, he's just like a grumpy old man, basically complaining because yeah. he. That's the other thing about the show is he doesn't let anything slide. Like, you know, like, he wouldn't 100%. just let, like, a minor, like, inconvenience, like, go under the radar. Never. He always calls it up. Yep. Which makes it so funny. Like, I think me, like, I probably wouldn't have addressed oh. to the doctor's no. office that, You just like, brush that off. Half those, half the stuff yeah. that happens, like, and it's so funny because when he gets in, into an argument about the most inconsequential thing, like... He, the argument always escalates, even though he's like half yelling, half like ironic. If that makes yeah, sense, he's like, got like a kind of like a half smirk on his face because yeah. he's like yeah. he's like acknowledging how ridiculous it is, but he's still like kind of annoyed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just like it's it's so funny that he always ends up at, like escalating it. Yeah, like regardless of any scene, yeah. he always escalates. It. He's yeah. always yelling, and he's got like that classic like New York accent yeah. too. And he's just, like this grumpy old man. Like yeah, it's it's very it's very funny that because it's while he does escalate this and the scenes he brings up are ridiculous like they are still related like we all go through these minor inconsistencies he just he brings he makes it worse yeah like uh, exactly um which is i think is funny um and i think a lot of like this humor is it's very blunt and like very subtle too it's 100 percent subtle like others or other like comedic shows on tv like sitcoms and whatnot it's like more like like, I would say Parks and Rec, less than The Office, is more, like, laugh-out-loud humor. Like, you, it's obvious what the joke is. But there are a, a bunch of times, like, I was laughing out loud watching Curb, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, an obvious joke. It was very subtle. Like, like 
a look that someone gives someone else or just like a minor like way that Larry composes himself that just ends right. up being hilarious when like it's just good acting really yeah. not necessarily just like a, a punchline of a joke yeah exactly it, it, a lot of it is like the, it's very subtle stuff like things you wouldn't think about I feel like when you're writing a script but they always Correct. think about it it's yeah. like little looks or like someone would like they were like it was him and Jeff like were eating at a restaurant mm-hmm. and they're like arguing and all of a sudden someone drops a plate in like the very background of the scene and they both stop the conversation and look over and like, then they just go back to the conversation. Either they're being really <laughs> clever, or it's just like perfectly random. Like I'm, that, I'm sure yeah. they wrote that in, but like just to have that foresight to like distract whatever like mm. the actors and like the audience is just like really clever. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's little things that it's like you wouldn't. It's very clever how they think about these things, like yeah. just like reactions to things, or just like. <laughs> Little like <laughs> another great moment that I had written down is is when it's the same episode where Larry and Cheryl, his wife, go to Gil's house, right, and to have the, it's a, uh-huh. actually a dinner party or mm-hmm. whatever. And so they walk in. He's like, "All right, this is my house or whatever." And then like, oh, "Please take off your shoes." <laughs> and Larry, so good. it's and like, nah, nah, nah. And then they nah. they do a, a quick zoom in on his shoes, like, yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and he's like, and he's like, "Come on, just take off the shoes." And he's like. <laughs> and then later on, <laughs> like kind of jokingly, and Gil's like, "All right, like whatever." Like, yeah, he's like, "Well, make yourself at home. Like, yeah. just go sit down." And then, and then later, you know, like they walk in, and the camera <laughs> it pans to Bob Odenkirk's character, yep. and he looks at the shoes, and it pans at the <laughs> shoes, and they're still on on the carpet, <laughs> and that's it. Oh, and include this really and tiny detail. The hilarious part about that dinner party is like the whole. The whole p- point of, like, tension ends up being that, like, Larry knocks over a lamp. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like, Gil's girlfriend or whatever gets so mad at him. Not only because he knocked it over, because she's like, of course, you had your shoes on. Like, <laughs> you couldn't have had the courtesy to take them off in my yeah. house. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a common thing is, like, a lot of other people will let things go into the radar, like the shoes. Right. Like, he would never do that. But the other characters do. But then he ends up doing something so like blasphemous yep. that the other character will eventually have an outburst and then they'll bring up yep. the tiny things that he does and throw it back in his face which is like the beauty of like in the thing. was it the very last episode or the second last one affirmative action yeah. like he <laughs> he feels awkward and doesn't want to interact with like some guy he recognized mm-hmm. that was a studio head at a restaurant and he's right. like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom two doors down at the restaurant because he was too <laughs> embarrassed to talk to him. And, yeah. of course, he runs into some lady he knew previously mm-hmm. that, like, thought he was, like, being a racist and in, in hiring her for a job because mm-hmm. he went with some Jewish guy that he his wife knew or whatever. Right. And then, of course, like, it comes up later as she's at the, the dinner party where the black, like, dermatologist is, uh, you know, has all these people and yeah, Larry and says something yeah. inflammatory to him earlier and then she has has an outburst that like proves him as a racist it's just right. like well even in that same scene he goes to the bathroom to two restaurants down right. and has this whole huge feud which ends up being a bigger ordeal than the original guy <laughs> yeah. but then he comes back and sits down and the guy sees him anyway and he comes over and it makes awkward small talk so he just like he tried just, to avoid a, a small inconvenience yep and got Double, like yes. triple, triple, like, honestly, triple, honestly. He ended up seeing convenience was. M- more than the one person that he was avoiding in the first right. place, and the <laughs> other girl was like by far worse too. Like, <laughs> and then screwed him later. Like. Exactly, which that that is what's so funny is like that always happens in every episode. Is that he always ends up getting screwed over far worse than yep. what he if he just like didn't 
like yeah, it's inescapable. Up, you know? yeah. like him like screwing himself like mm-hmm. bigger than he expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, another good thing I think about this show is the callbacks are really good. It like they're subtle where you if you're just like kind of mildly paying attention to the show, you probably wouldn't pick up on them. Right. But because we binged it, it was easier to pick up on like. Um, like one episode with where he drops the lamp at mm. Gil's house with the the, the porn yeah. ex porn star. Yeah. He drops the lamp, and then like the next episode, he's at Diane Keaton's house, and he sees the same rare lamp that she had, <laughs> and in that same scene yeah. in that episode, he ends up dropping that lamp too, <laughs> and that causes this whole. I, like, I'm gonna be honest, I totally thing. forgot about that. I just remembered yeah. the that whole like storyline with the interior designer at the safe house. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what keeps happening is, like, they, they have a lot of these. It's so and clever. Like, with the, with Jeff's parents and how they hate him and that whole plot keeps coming back up, too. And like, one thing I want to bring up is, like, how <coughs> I feel like a show like Game of Thrones has so many interwoven storylines that, like, that's one of the reasons why I watch it because the characters, like, they, they develop the characters so well and all these different plots going at the same time. Mm. I feel like I w- never would have thought a show, like... Some of the best comedy shows, if they do that, like it makes it that much more enjoyable. Because that's one of the things about The Office that they do too. There's all these different storylines going at the same time. You know, Dwight and Angela, Jim and Pam, like all this stuff, like Mike, Michael and Jan, and it's like just makes it that more much more engaging. Like aside from the jokes, because then they can right. set up jokes even better. Right. I think that's what they do really well is they very casually set up many plots in the yes. episode without you even realizing it. Right. And then by the end, they it all kind of culminate full, yeah, and full circle. all of them meet at the end. And exactly. It's just like every three seconds there's a joke by the end of the episode because all of them <laughs> come firing at him and he's just so yeah, screwed. Yeah, that's true. It all comes down at once. Like. Yeah, exactly. He always screws himself in every episode, which is, is genius. It is, honestly. <laughs> um and one of the other final little notes I had before we go into some other stuff uh, is I thought the fifth episode was really tough to get through. That was the one uh, with the whole parking situation where he, he left the credit card oh, yeah. at the restaurant. And I felt like... So he, the scene was he left the... He, he went to dinner with uh, Richard Lewis in that episode? Yes, yeah. Richard Lewis. Yeah, so he went to dinner with him, and he left a tip, and then there's a tip for the waiter and the no, captain. It was, it was Jeff, yeah. Oh, was it Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Either way. Either the, way. Yeah, this is a tip for the waiter and the, the captain. And so he's just like, well, I'm, I'm not going to tip the captain. I'll just I'll give the waiter the 30% tip, and then the waiter can distribute it or whatever. Yeah. So he, he, <laughs> he doesn't tip the captain. Next day, he realizes he lost the credit. He left the credit card at the restaurant, forced to go back. And he goes there, and then they fix it or whatever, gets the credit card, and he goes back to his car only to realize that he's blocked in by the captain yep. for the and restaurant. They subtly hint at it when he's pulling into the parking lot. They zoom in on the sign that says, like, restaurant employees only. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's, like, a minor detail. But then, of course, mm-hmm. it comes back, like, to bite him. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, there's it's little thing, little camera movements where they yep. don't they, they, they show you and it, don't tell you. But you don't realize. Like, it's, exactly. it's hard to keep track of all those minor details. Yeah. Because then they obviously give it to you at the end. But it's, yeah. You know. Well, that's what's brilliant about it is that's a joke in it itself that he is so self-centered that he had parked in the employee right. reserve one. <laughs> so that's funny. And then he goes, and then, of course, he real, he's blocked in by the man that he didn't give a tip to the previous night. And nope. so it just it triples in the, in the <laughs> amount of joke layering that they do, which is it's genius. But I, the main point I brought that up, I thought it was kind of frustrating because I felt like in that one, he was kind of in the right a little bit. Right. <laughs> it was like... No, yeah. It's... Yeah, I yeah. agree. Some some of the dilemmas he gets himself into are easily avoidable. Right. Like the one at the end where he made like a joke about affirmative action to like a black guy. Like that right. 
obviously he could he could have avoided that. But this one is just like. I've never heard of a captain at a restaurant either. Like, right. I wouldn't know how to tip it. Right. I mean, I probably would have done it differently. I probably would have still given the captain exactly. some like, of the I would tip. have handled so, the situation differently. But the guy then acted, like, mean toward back right. towards him. So. I think some of the people act a little unfairly back to right. him. Because it, 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 it makes it, it funnier. The show, but, yeah, yeah I, I can relate to, I can empathize, I think, with yeah, for Larry sure. a little bit. Because it's like, because what happens is it the just captain can't refuses <laughs> to let him nope. out. He's like, ah, I guess he's, he's like going to have to find a, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I guess you're going to have to find a new mode of transportation. And, and then yeah. the next shot, he's running down the street in a suit. <laughs> yeah, well, because the whole thing is he was trying to get a bracelet for his wife, and he's trying to beat his friend who's also getting the same bracelet. So he needed to be there at a certain time, and this just sets him back. Awesome. So now he's running in a suit <laughs> to go get the bracelet. Down, like, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, to go get this yeah. bracelet. And good for Larry David. He's, he's sprinting. He was, he was they, moving. Yeah, they showed that. They showed a long, long take of him sprinting down. It's like Sunset set there <laughs> it just, yeah it's really good it's just the layering the amount of layering things, yeah. it's like like he's so screwed in one situation but that screws him further in the next situation but i i, I appreciate it more because i feel like at face value you could just say oh it's just like a show like a co- comedic show or whatever but it's way more intricate than like it it seems at surface level i feel like mm-hmm. i don't know yeah yeah it, yeah it's really good it's it's just the way they well, set same, similar to the office like Honestly, like, yeah, because people just think like the office or whatever. Some like people who haven't seen it Mm. don't expect it to be as funny as it is. I feel like, too. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those shows, especially the office in particular, is one of those shows that so many people love, especially in our generations. Like, everybody watches the office and everyone loves it. So you would think it'd be overrated, but it's it's surprisingly properly rated, honestly. (laughs) It's yeah, it's surprisingly still really good. Yes. And like I grew up on that show, and I, I've watched that so many times, and we we've been rewatching some of uh, that too, and it's it's still incredible, it's still hilarious and relevant, it's so honestly. Good. Yeah, yeah. And even though this show, like the earlier seasons, are what did you say? It was shot in two thousand. Yeah. Curb. Yeah. It's still very accurate and relevant. Like. Right. Yeah. It, it's still. It feels. It doesn't feel yeah, dated. Really. Exactly. I mean, besides the fact that like he just doesn't have a GPS and like he yeah. doesn't have a cell phone. Like, does it? Has like, trouble with directions and stuff like that. Right. Like he gets lost and et cetera. But <laughs> besides that, it's it feels like it could be happening today. The situations 100%. are still yeah. very relatable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, you brought up the office a lot. So that was actually one of my discussion points. Is what I want to force you. What is better? And defend your point. Curb your enthusiasm, at least so far, or the okay. office. Um, or if you can't pick one, at least give like certain aspects. Which which show does better? I, th- I would at okay. least do that. Um, I would. I mean, <coughs> it's easy to say for me for right now. Probably the office. Mm-hmm. Even though I like Curb way more than I expected to. Actually, not more. Not way more, but more than I expected to, because it's also so well written and hilarious. But I just find the the secondary characters in the office like besides Michael and stuff mm-hmm. more interesting and engaging to me Fleshed out. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. like Jim is such a good character and he's not even like the main character of the show right people like that or Daryl like the Creed they, they, Creed they, even you know like yeah big Creed fan yeah but yeah and they, they become so integral I think is they develop I think the office particularly does really well in yeah. developing their characters where it's like if Jim left the office, like, ugh, I don't like. Uh, yeah, no, like, that's completely like different. Any character, you could be like, if they left, I, I would be mad because if Dwight they, left, they're yeah. a good main part of the show. Like, yeah. that was why so many people were mad when Michael left the show, is because, like. How? How could, yeah. Yeah, it changed I mean, the dynamic, honestly, I which still like The Office post Michael, contrary to a lot of people's, like, popular belief, maybe, <sighs> but, like, 
Yeah, it, it changes was, the it, dynamic. Completely it, different dynamic. It, yeah. It's still funny, I think, in its own right, but it's it's a different it's a different humor yeah. a little bit. Like and they have to evolve. I still like the supporting actors in Curb too, but I just like I don't know, the office setting where everyone's also <laughs> all together too, mm. versus the disjoint kind of disjointed scenes. I don't know. That's just one yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I agree. And to be fair, I mean, we've only seen season one of Curve, so yeah, by the could. end, they have nine seasons as well, so by the end of the ninth season, it could be very well be just as developed. I'm, I agree. But, because, I mean, take season one of The Office, like, right. I'm sure Meredith wasn't, they, yeah. it was more than, <laughs> she no, really didn't totally have any right, lines actually. in season yeah. one, so. Um, but I think another thing The Office does, I think, better is the emotional side of it. Well, I think Kirby Enthusiasm, at least so far, hasn't had really too much emotional depth. They haven't or, even really attempted it. Yeah, they all. haven't even attempted to have yeah. like any romantic interests. I mean, like, I mean, he's been married for however many years, so there's not there's not right. too much. There's not like drama in his like life. Really, it's mm-hmm. all humor all the time. Yeah, I d- now now that you're saying that, I do wish there were there was more like a different mm-hmm. like dramatic or emotional aspect to it because that's. It, the office is not just jokes. It's like really like yeah. It's a well-rounded show, even though if even even if comedy is kind of the focus, right? And, I, and that that's another thing the office does, which I kind of forgot it did, is mm. that they have multiple episode arcs that I kind of forgot about, especially earlier on, like with Jim and Pam, like near the end of season two, there's a very clear arc with their relationship and like where yeah. it's going, and you want to watch the next episode to see the drama unfold right. with the relationship. Which is something Curb kind of lacks. Whereas even though Curb has kind of like the integrated storylines, like you could watch a lot of one-off episodes and still laugh, like laugh your head off, L- like The Office. But Curb, it's less important that you understand like previous episodes. I feel like maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are certain callbacks which add a couple add jokes more, yeah. in there, but you're it not adds to it, but you're not much. missing as much. Right. I feel like. Well, I think The Office, while you can definitely still watch it on its own, like same thing, each mm-hmm. individual episode, you gain significantly more. I think if you watch it in order. Because I'm just thinking about if someone had never seen either of the shows and they were to watch like a one-off episode, I feel like it would be easier to relate to or understand Curb. If that makes sense. I I, I agree. I think there's potentially more laugh-out-loud moments, yeah. maybe, in Curb, because they're going... It's more contained. It's like they lay, layer a lot of jokes in one episode to get as many laughs in one episode, where right. sometimes The Office will plant things yeah. for multiple episodes set it out up. and set things up. Yeah. I got a question for you. What? How do you think the humor of Curb like differs or is like maybe the same as The Office? Do you think it's different at all? Because it is similar, I feel It like. is similar, and I think Michael's character definitely resembles Larry a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there is a little different. Because Larry is, I think, an asshole. And Do maybe, you think he's like a narcissist? Even, or like, kind of like, yeah, he's, he's a narcissist, very self-centered. Yeah. And, I, and so Michael, is Michael is too, but Mike, there's, in The Office, it's not just Michael. That's a character. Like There will be scenes without Michael where... Like, Pam and Jim are doing something, or Dwight has a whole plot, or Andy will have a plot, and it's not all about narcissism, where I think Curb, at least in season one, every episode, and almost every scene in every episode, I think, has Larry in it, and so every joke kind of centers around his own narcissism. And also the problems and, like, the resolutions are basically centered around his, like, self-centeredness, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. because, you know, like... If he were uh, Jim or whoever, like in the office, then they would just brush off whatever someone else said, you know, Mm. whereas he takes it to an extreme. And also one thing I feel like the difference between Michael and 
uh, Larry is like, I feel like Michael's self-centeredness or, you know, selfishness is kind of a, is different in that Michael's like, I feel like deeply insecure as a character mm-hmm. and Larry is just like, knows exactly who he is kind of in this like, like more confident and narcissistic in that way. Right. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an interesting person. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely differences between the shows, and I think they appeal to a different demographic. Like, I think if you're a fan of The Office, you may not necessarily love Curb Your Enthusiasm, and vice versa. I think fair because The Office is, I think, maybe more appealing to a larger crowd. You know, yeah, like like a, like a I don't know, like a middle school girl. I think could really enjoy The Office because it also has the emotional aspect. A lot of like the romantic interests, and right? Not to like stereotype or anything, but just a lot of has mm-hmm. more going for it. There's a lot of like different routes that it takes and stuff that someone could enjoy. Whereas Curb, like Curb, it's, more it's of the a hard, brand. It's, it's more like, of the like hardcore like comedy fans. I feel like you right, like yeah. to, if you appreciate like pop culture or, or like, like dry like, humor, yeah, very yeah. dry humor and like subtle loves like Seinfeld or like like a lot of those like and if you like the more you understand about pop culture or, like celebrities, yeah. especially like that group that Larry David and the Seinfeld kind of crew mm-hmm. is friends with. Feel like you'll take more out of the show because they do have a lot Definitely. of guest stars and stuff that add to it. I think the more you know about it, um, so yeah, uh, there, there's a, there's differences between it for sure. Um, but yeah, um, I do have some quotes I think Go from the it. show that I just kind of want to mention. There's some of the funniest lines I think that we both and cracked they, up the most. They might not. They they might sound <clears throat> so dumb or not funny they're, out of context. They're probably going to sound very will, dumb, but because <laughs> I haven't actually read through these again since. <laughs> I wrote them down. This could be good. <laughs> so this could be very bad. Um, it's literally just, just gonna so be me and you laughing. Hopefully we can even figure with these out because I don't even I didn't even write the context for some of these. <laughs> so let's try our best here. Um, but <laughs> this is good. So this is from the first episode. This okay. is uh, any idiot. Any idiot would know that it's material. This is in reference to his mm. pants, his corduroy pants. <laughs> or, so she says that she says, okay. "Well, any idiot would know that it's material," and he says, "Well, well, she's your friend." <laughs> Because he says that, <laughs> because he goes to the movie theater with, uh, like this girl, which is his wife's friend, yeah, Cheryl's friend, and she's the one that mistakes it for an erection. <laughs> she's your friend. I like how he just puts it on her completely. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he fires back those words right into her mouth again. <laughs> and it's the way he delivers it. It's very dry and it's it is, it's it's very witty and stuff. But like he comes like, right back at at it with that. I said that to one of my friends, whatever, like, it, it would be obviously ironic, but there's, like, I feel like he says it completely seriously, which makes it that much more funny. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, this this actually, maybe the second episode or something, so this one he says, uh, I'm so exhausted from shopping, I can't even lift my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> which is, reading that one alone is so not it's, it's like... I, no, that's hilarious because it's also kind of a multi-layered joke. It's like he gets he gets roped into like shopping with like his friends, like wife and mom, and that like he, it's like I feel yeah. like he was not totally committed to the whole idea of shopping in the first place, and I was like, oh god, all this shopping is making me so tired. Like, yeah, and what happens is he comes back, and his wife is 
is like, oh, you went shopping today? And he's like, yeah, I went shopping with uh, my, like, the guy's, like, wife or whatever. And, and mom. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, you, you never go shopping with me and this whole thing. And how she, uh, Hina would never go shopping with her, but never. he goes with a different goes girl. Barney's, yeah. Exactly. And so <laughs> he's like, he keeps, it keeps escalating until the fact that he's like, oh, I'm so exhausted from shopping. <laughs> Can't even lift my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just That's like so good. a grumpy old man with a New York accent saying that like makes yeah. it funny. But he's not even that old. That's like also hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like yeah, fifty maybe. Yeah, or so. yeah. Uh, it's just it's just the way he says it. He sounds yeah, so good. It's, it's funny. Um, I have another one. He's honestly such a good actor too. <laughs> yeah, which is surprising because he never acted on Seinfeld. He was like the creator and like producer writer. And writer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But like his facial expressions are like. You know, body language is like really on point, like for the brand mm. of humor that the show is. Right, and I, he, he, I think it it works well because he's playing a variation of himself. Yeah, and so yeah. I think a lot it of this, is, yeah, is, kind of. I feel like part of yeah. not like like there's like a sliver of reality there. Really, like I feel like he yeah, has I would gotten say into this certain situations like 50, that. 60 percent reality, and then yeah. like forty percent escalating the situation. Yeah. you know, like. I don't think he would necessarily call out all of these examples. Or, like, like pursue these, them or whatever. Yeah, these, like, inconveniences. I don't yeah. know if he'd say everyone out loud, but he's thinking yeah. it for sure. But I'm sure, like, the the conception of the first episode was, like, he looked at his pants and was like, hmm, that looks funny. Like, just like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't just some, like, master-minded plan. He's just like... Yeah, he was probably, just, like, in the writer's room with his friends. And yeah. he was like, 100%. ugh, my pants. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's the pilot. <laughs> like, and they Imagine 30 that minutes out of that. Dude, like, I feel like it'd be so fun to work on that show. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Just Even just talking to him. I think I'd be very intimidated talking to him. because oh, he sure. just, He'd be roasting me for <laughs> my minor inconveniences. 100%. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be able to keep up with him. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so this is another one. Um, <laughs> so this is... A <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so this, one Already. Episode, this is the one with the wire. And they have a wire in their backyard. Oh and they're trying to get uh, signatures from their neighbors. Because so it's can... visually not unappealing to yeah, his wife. <laughs> yeah, there's this giant wire in the backyard. And it doesn't look good. So they're trying to get the signatures from their neighbors or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's talking to his best friend, Jeff, and he's explaining the situation, this, this wire, it's horrible, and he says, uh, have you ever heard of something so wrong? And Jeff says, never. <laughs> but he's so serious. He's so it. serious, but like, like... This is the most... But also the, not. The biggest inconvenience for them. But yeah, but he's he also says joking. It, he says it completely seriously, but there's nothing on his face that says he's joking, but it's so perfect. Like, yeah, but he's also... They're he's both kind of joking. He's also way. obviously joking. Right. It, it's, it's so well-timed, and like, it's like, it's complex, but it's not. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, and it's, because they improvise a lot of this. I feel yeah. like that was very much improvised, and then they just, like, he was oh, explaining the situation probably the first never. time to him. <laughs> He's just like, never. <laughs> it's, the delivery is great. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> I hope, I hope these are engaging to the people that are listening right now. It doesn't even be. make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I only have one more. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, so what, what was this one? Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is good. So this is, I think this is a very good example of a, a witty response that he says. Um, this is one of the openings. I don't even remember exact the exact situation, but it's one of the openings of the episode, and they're like, oh, like, they're catching up with, with a friend. He's like, oh, what's going on with, oh, I think this is with the, the ex. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and they're like, oh, what's going on with your life? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm on drugs. I'm all doped up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
god, just imagine saying that just completely deadpan in a normal conversation. Yeah. That'd be it's hilarious. So like, it's so funny. Because it was just so out of left field. Like, yeah. It's just like, instead of being like, oh, I'm good, like, how are you doing? Like, he's yeah. just like, oh, I'm on drugs. Like, and I feel like we're, we're talking about the humor, like, as if it's like, it's super, it's like super witty and stuff like that. But it's not... It's not exactly like they're setting up insanely complex jokes. Like it be it can be something so simple mm-hmm. like that that's just mm-hmm. like randomly hilarious or the way that they say it or the body language of the <laughs> character how they say it like mm-hmm. just ends up being laugh out loud funny when it's just so simple kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. That's like the genius of it is that and that that kind of leads me to the next thing is that the name of the show is called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Which I feel like is a very good name for the show. So accurate. It sounds like Larry was like trying to figure out a name for the show, and he's just like, I don't know. Like I don't want people's expectations to be yeah, too high. Exactly. Like, let's like kind of like curb their enthusiasm a little bit, and they're like, Ah, genius. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I can so see him saying that. Right. Like, it, it seems like a line on the show is like curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Like this show isn't that ah, funny. Curb your enthusiasm, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is, it's so funny because like we're, I mean we're boasting about the show right now, but it's yeah like curb I, your honestly, enthusiasm. <laughs> Watch do you it, have right? anything negative to say about it, really? Like, <coughs> well, I think what we said with the office is like it's a good yeah, complaint. True. I mean, I'm fine. It's more just because the office is like a nearly perfect show for me. But right. until after Michael left, like you could argue that some mm. stuff went downhill. But like, yeah, I mean, every two, episode, three, like one, two, three of the office, like that is so good, right? Because I think they balance hilarious humor and layered like jokes and stuff and like relevancy to like political stances with like yep. diversity day and episodes like that yeah. but they also balance like romantic plots and like tv drama that you get invested in and mm-hmm. i think that is the one aspect that curb lacks is yet so right it, yeah so far at least is there's not too much that's like oh, i gotta watch the next one mm-hmm. but they did do that a little bit with the season one finale which i do want to talk about right so the end of that episode jeff who is now cheating on his wife. His manager, with, yep. Yeah, Jeff is his, Larry's manager. He's now cheating on his wife with Larry's ex. Mm-hmm. And they go to a hotel room, and apparently they drive off drunk in a car, and they get in a car wreck. Yeah. And Larry hears this, like, by and, his And also, also, the important thing is that Larry's ex and Larry's wife are going for the same part on this play. Right, And yeah. also... Uh, the way that they just de- de- they described it was that Larry was fine, but then she wasn't. So they're probably setting up for exactly. some drama with her being in- exactly. really badly injured or whatever in the hospital. So exactly. So that leads me to my question: Is what do you think is ready for season two? How do you think they're going to start? I think they'll probably start with uh, Jeff in the hospital and Larry coming to visit him or something like that. Even mm-hmm. though he won't be that hurt, and then her like in the next room, like just like on all these like tubes or something like that. And then yeah. Larry just like being like, "What happened?" Like, I don't know. And then, but it's so funny because Larry, uh, Jeff asked Larry for her number. Knowing mm-hmm. that he's in a relationship, obviously, right. and Larry jokingly is all right. Ah, for business, right? For business, like yeah, they're just joking just, about it. Like and completely then disregarding the, the next the, thing. Of course, they the escalate it, and then yeah. you know what exactly. happens. So I think, I think they could do something like totally left field. You know, like because the show is very predictably unpredictable. You know, so I think they may not address it ever. Or at least not in the first episode. They may bring it on later. Like Ooh. the first episode is just like another episode. That'd be interesting. Or it's something like the the ex 
like the girl he mm-hmm. was with or whatever died, and it starts oh. with like he's at like a funeral. Crazy. <laughs> it's just like it, you know what's funny about that? If that happened, opens. like. I would so not be surprised, but so surprised at the same time, which is, right. like, the beauty it's, of the show, obviously. Exactly. Like, that's what every scene is like. It's like, I'm not, so not surprised, but also I never would have guessed that's what, how that would have gone down. Yeah, and maybe now that I'm thinking about it, that, like, we were talking about how maybe the show isn't as, like, emotional or whatever mm-hmm. as, like, The Office, but it kind of plays with, like, your emotions in, the, in that sense, how, like, you don't exactly expect it, like, in your head, mm-hmm. but, like... The, it's completely believable at the same time. Yeah, it, it, it remain. I think it stays in a level of realism where you can still believe everything, right? But it's still hilarious because it's it's just slightly over the top, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's like none of these people would like actually really say yeah, these things, yeah, yeah. but like they're all <laughs> thinking it. It's like it's almost like an alternate reality if yeah. everyone just said what they thought. No, you know? yeah, actually, kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, like for particularly for Larry, for Larry. yeah, yeah for Larry. he just says what he thinks. Whereas the other characters are reacting to him saying exactly what he's thinking, basically. Right, but until he makes things go too far, and then they'll say what they think, and all of these things that they didn't say before come back at him, and they they do yeah. say them. At that's least a, good, a lot. That's of a good time. way to look at it, like right? frame it yeah. kind of. Yeah, so I think that's kind of interesting. How would you describe the show to someone who's never seen it? Um, well, if they've seen Seinfeld, I would say it's a similar humor to Seinfeld where the main character is kind of an asshole and you're almost rooting against him in a way mm-hmm. and, like, you're just seeing his misadventure. But um, then I feel like I'm also kind of rooting for him. Like That was my, uh, my, that was my final the, question the, for you is are you rooting for him go or ahead, against yeah. him? No, so, yeah, so I'm, is that, I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, go um, for it. <laughs> well, when he gets himself into, like, such an annoying, like, inconvenient situation, I'm rooting for him to solve it. Uh-huh. But, like... At the beginning of every episode, you're like, oh, what's going to happen now? Like, I'm so excited to see how he messes this up. Like, exactly. kind of. Yeah. But, like, you do secretly, like, empathetically or, like, whatever, you know, want him to yeah. succeed a little bit. Like That's so smart of the show to do because he's such an unlikable person, I think. I think in real life, I would be so annoyed by him if any of these things happened yeah, to me. probably. I would hate him. Yeah. But... Yeah, but no, that's funny because I don't really think he's. I don't know. I don't really think of him as like an asshole or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I do. But like, I don't think he's that unlikable. Right. I mean, he thinks what everyone thinks. I think it's yeah. just the fact that he says them. So I think <laughs> it, it, that's I, true. I think so. We empathize with the fact that it's like, yeah, that is annoying. I agree right. with you. Yeah. But you didn't have to say that. You know. True. I think that's what it is. But yeah. Yeah, I think I'm rooting for him because <clears throat> there was one episode where it was probably the least funny episode. It was like the sixth or seventh Which one? one. The one we watched this morning. I forget what the plot was, but oh, it was the one with the the whatever the company was where he the, he gets in an accident oh, with the Amco. Chrysler or whatever, yeah. and yeah, that whole thing falls down. The dinner scene with mm. the guy and everything it, it went surprisingly well. Oh and yeah, no problem really arised and like until after the situation was mm-hmm. over. And that whole scene was, like, we were, like, waiting, like... We were, like, weird. We were, like, is this, like, reality TV now? Like, yeah, like, we were, like, oh, like, the scene ended, we were, like, oh, that... Yeah, he did actually, actually well. mess up. Yeah. yeah, like, we were, like, good for Larry. Like, that, yeah. that scene just worked. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I think I am rooting for him to, like, mess something up just so I can get more laughs, you know? That's like, true, yeah. Like, it's funny when he messes up. But then I'm rooting for him to solve it. I think, yeah, I think for you, sure. when you said that, I think that's a good point. I think you are rooting for him to resolve it in the end. Mm-hmm. But he almost never does. <laughs> never. <laughs> but you're never fully like salvages the situation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so funny. Um, <laughs> uh, another question I have is: Who do you think is the best character on the show besides Larry? 
Oof. That's a tough one. Um, or maybe who who would you want to see maybe more of? That honestly? Could be a side question for that. I think his wife, Cheryl. Yeah. I think she's just like... I don't know. Some people like... All, like I feel like she's really good at this. It's just like setting him up, basically. <coughs> like in terms of jokes or... You know, they have a certain chemistry. They do sure. have really good chemistry, and it's like, I don't know. I feel like they could develop her character more into being like, because she can be funny at times too. Kind of by not right. saying like a joke, if that you know what right. I mean. I like. I actually really like when they work together. I really like when they are both complaining about the same thing. Yes. I think that is really funny to me. I like how like they, they give them. each other looks. Like it's just like he'll give her like a gym look, like from the office yeah, or whatever, exactly. and she'll just be like. Got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah, because I think a lot of what they've done so far is like it's like oh, like he does something to upset the wife, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't really like that plot quite as much. I agree. I like when they utilize her, like like he's yeah. on her, t- like she's on her on his. Even team. if they're both trying to solve some problem, like right. I'm cool if they're both inconvenienced. If that makes sense, because then they can yeah, solve it together. Exactly. And it's like funny. when they get yeah. lost together in the car that on the way hilarious. to the porn stars, up, like like house, like, yeah. House or, yeah. Like when they get lost together, it's kind of funny because they're both in the same situation. Mm-hmm. I think that's funnier. Or if they go to a dinner party that's awkward, they're both in the same boat. Like they're both trying to get yeah. out of there, yeah. but also be polite. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he always ends up doing things worse, but I like when they're, like, a team. I think that's funny. So I hope yeah, they I hope develop to see that more. Too. more. Um, any, what about any other characters? I think the main one that's competing, I, I might have to pick Jeff. Okay. Because I think also the chemistry between Larry and Jeff is hysterical because of all the characters in the show, I guess besides his wife, maybe, but he's the only one that really ever comes back. You know, like, all these other characters in the show, mm-hmm. he upsets them. Right. And... Like they're, they're like kind of one-off characters, and yeah. you never really see them again, and like they end up hating him. Or Jeff, like, like his parents, like Jeff's parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jeff's parents are honestly so <laughs> some of the best funny. characters. So they're funny. the Creed of the Caribbean. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. The grandpa is Creed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You disgust me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's Jeff. They have a certain like smirk when they're when they're talking to each other. They, they're mm-hmm. both smirking, like they both kind of understand. They acknowledge how ridiculous this is. Yeah, yeah, and they're both like pricks in their own right. So like, it's funny when they're like bouncing off ideas of each other because there's no one, there's no straight man in the scenario. They're both yeah. the crazy one. <laughs> so they, that's they, true. They That's often end up yelling at each other, you know, because yeah. there's no one to like <laughs> balance it. Yeah, they do have really good chemistry too. Yeah, it's completely different than him and his wife, though. Right, yeah, it's very different. Because, like, them, it's like they're both just, like, these two idiot, like, friends. Yeah, because I feel out. like he's funny in his own right also. Right. Where she's kind of reacting to just Larry's ridiculousness. Right. Because it's, like, a lot of it is, like, Jeff's parents will get mad at him, like, when, like, he accidentally cops a feel on, like, Jeff's mom. And then, like, <laughs> Jeff will come in the room at night and he's like, yeah, you, I gotta you gotta kick go, you man. out. Like, you gotta go, See man. <laughs> and he's like, but he's not mad at him himself that he, like, accidentally yeah. copped a feel or whatever. He's but, more, like, upset at the situation. Yeah, he's just like he's just like yeah, like this is what's <laughs> happening. Like I'm sorry, like I empathize, but like that's what happens a lot. Like when he like did the whole like Nazi joke or whatever oh my on, God. The, on the car. Like, so funny. Jeff isn't mad that he said that in front of his parents. He's just like yeah. mad that they heard it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he would laugh at that joke. Yeah, had like, they not he, been he in the car. Laugh. Yeah, exactly. Or he would have made that joke himself. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's also really funny to see. Is like they're both so horrible of people. It's funny to see like them interacting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How do yeah. you think, like, do you think this, the way that they're, the, the structure of each show, like, how he gets himself into, like, whatever, a problem and then solves it, basically, or mm-hmm. kind of solves it by the end, um, 
You think that's like sustainable? Like, do you think that's going to be enjoyable for the next eight seasons? I hope so. I think I yeah. yeah. I, I hope I'm there's a little, little more emotional kind of. Action. I think eventually they're going to need to. Yeah, or drama um, kind of. And yeah, I like read the first sentence or whatever on like Wikipedia, and it was said like this like like the whole show takes place in Los Angeles, and it's like in New York for a season or something. Oh, interesting. So I feel like that could add some drama. Yeah. Like he has to get different, different yeah. aspect. Right, which I think is needed. I, eventually, all shows have to go down that route. I think they can't just last on jokes because otherwise the bit gets old. Yeah. So I think. I hope it's not, like, drama with his wife or, like, something that's overdone like that, but maybe, like... I could so see that coming, though, because yeah. even though he's as ridiculous as he is, they still have a very solid relationship as husband and yeah, wife. Which so I enjoy. I don't, I don't really, want, I don't him want to be, them like, to be broken up either. in yeah. his car and, like, he's, that's a <laughs> that whole plot. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I don't want that where he's, like, in a motel now and he's struggling. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I even though you could so like, see that happening. Right, which is also, like, another plot. I can also see, like, his script takes off, and he has to go to... That's why he goes to New York, is because he has to do this show, and... That's a good theory. There's a whole other yeah. thing, and... I think eventually there's going to be a more longer arc plot that will have to go on. Mm. So I... Because th- I, I feel like that's what you're going to have to do... Yeah, you to can't make this just show have, go on for so long. It's not, it's not exactly the first <laughs> season's episodes were v- vapid, but they're kind of just making entertainment out of, like, not that much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? There has to be... I feel like there has to be an arc at some point. Kinda. Right. And maybe this could be the beginning with the car accident with Jeff and Lucy, his ex-girlfriend. Uh, right. I think that could very well be another, Integral part of the second plot, season, at least, probably. Yeah, of season yeah. two is... There's gonna I be would not, not be surprised. Yeah, exactly. And I know another thing about the show is that he does bring on more guest celebrities as uh-huh. they come on, like... Like, there's whole episodes, like, I'm as I knew, or, like, Jimmy Kimmel, or, like, I think right. Shaquille O'Neal is, oh, like, in the next yes. season or something. And, like, there's a bunch of stuff like that that's going to come on. So I'm worried, though, that that might become a bit where it's, like, he brings on a guest and he reacts yeah, to Yeah, kind them, of detracts from know? the overall storyline. Because, right. like, when he has, like, a guest on, like, he had Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus or whatever. Right. That and, was, she was kind of the center of the episode. Right. And I, I think it works when... I think I they do. had a good amount. <clears throat> they had I a think good amount they had a perfect amount during the first of season. Of guest stars. Yeah, there was like Bob Odenkirk, yep, her. Julia Lee-Dreyfus, Richard Lewis, kind of. He's and, kind of a recurring character, though. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of a recurring character. And who was... Oh, Ted Danson was in one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I think that, like, four out of the ten episodes had one. I think that's I think a good that's perfect. Amount. But if they, I don't know. I, I don't think, want it to become, I feel like they're like, going to keep it consistent. If they do six or seven episodes, it's just going to get old. Right. I don't want it to be a bit where it's like, ooh, like, Will Ferrell's on the next one. Like, right. i got to see this no. one because of the guests. I do know? not want like, it to be like that. And also, not every person or actor that they're going to have as a guest star is going to be as good as those actors were in the first season. Right, like, uh, I think a certain amount is, like, he's friends with them outside right. of the show. Exactly. Like, I think those, especially, like, Ted Danson, Ju- Julia, mm-hmm. Ludri- Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, like, they're all, like, he's he knows them for a long time, so he Definitely. knows he can, like, rapport with them. Yes. You know, like, they, so, and they already have good chemistry, whereas if you're having guests like Shaq on all the time, like, I feel like that would make it right. tough to, ha- like, have that strong That's bond. what I'm worried about, is, like, yeah. Shaq probably doesn't have, he's not a comedian, so he's not going to have that. He is funny, but he's not, like, an actor. Like, right, and yeah. I... I mean, Larry David may know him, but I doubt they're, like, best friends. No, yeah. So they're not going to have That'd be hilarious. Imagine. I know. That'd be so <laughs> Shaq funny. Shaq and Larry David are best buds. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that episode. Yeah, honestly. A funny one. I'm tentatively but. looking forward to that episode. Right. Because <laughs> I, I, I could also f- see myself falling into that ploy where it's like, ooh, like, Shaq's on the next episode. Yeah. we got to watch it. Just exactly. Because, just because Shaq. Guess. But, like, I hope the writing and, like, the plot is as good as what he brings on with celebrities and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, we got to start wrapping up a little bit, actually. But uh, okay. um, last, I guess, final question: Would you? I assume we're going to keep watching the show. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm ex- and and I'm excited to see the rest of it. Yeah. I really like this show. Yeah. I. Yeah, I think we found a really good show to it's watch. It's my perfect brand of humor, honestly. It's a, like, yeah, it's great. It doesn't get old, and I think it's something that we're going to, like, not get old from. Like, it's it's very good to binge. 100%, And, like, yeah. it's good to watch with a lot of people, too. And, yeah, other people can enjoy it if they don't even know the show. That's, like, mm-hmm. also a great part of it. Yeah, exactly. So I think I would absolutely recommend the show. Um, but, would yeah, would you recommend the show? I think that's my, 100%. my final wrapping up question. Yeah, you would? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So... Yeah, if you stuck around and you hadn't actually seen the show and you're just listening. Oh. Overall, two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, two thumbs up. <laughs> Very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, this is So What Would You Think? And we'll have a new episode next Saturday. Looking forward to it. All right, peace. Peace. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Mike. No problem. <laughs> Party people. <laughs>